All right, Alexander, let's talk about a regime change that really failed in a big way, and that is the regime change in Venezuela. And it looks like this is coming to a conclusion. We've talked a lot about how the, uh, the conflict and the regime change in Syria has, uh, is approaching some sort of uh, resolution. It looks like the attempted regime change in Venezuela is... Uh, is coming to an end with the president, the recognized president of the neocons, Juan Guaido, um, exiting. What, what is going on here? Yeah, this is an extraordinary, really bizarre story because, of course, I can remember when Guaido was proclaimed president of Venezuela and recognized as such by the United States and recognized as such by the British government and by all sorts of Western governments. There was this huge orchestrated campaign to tell us what a heroic leader Guaido was and how he was the true leader of Venezuela. And now that that whole thing has finally collapsed and it has collapsed, because even the Venezuelan opposition has now withdrawn its support from Guaido and he has been formally ousted from the leadership of the opposition and the presidency of Venezuela. So he's now once again, to all intents and purposes, a private citizen. Um, well, this has achieved... Zero coverage in the British-American media, as far as I can see. This enormous story of a few years ago about, you know, Guaido going to carry out this coup, this, this regime change, this color revolution in Venezuela. It's all sputtered into um, um, utter failure. And as I said, there's no coverage of it, none at all. I haven't seen a single article about this uh, this uh, event in the British media anywhere. The BBC, as far as I know, hasn't covered it either. So this has been an abject, total and complete failure in Venezuela. And it's left Maduro in power in Venezuela and the United States now trying to make up to him. So, you know, Chevron is now, you know, big American oil company is now being allowed to go back to Venezuela it's to try and get oil production there rising because the U.S. needs Venezuela's oil because obviously Russian oil isn't available to such an extent, except, of course, it seems most Venezuelan oil, which is being produced at the moment, is going to China. But that's another story. But this is a complete utter failure. It is a total debacle. It is a complete failure, another failure by the neocons, the government that they tried to overthrow in Venezuela, a government which, let's be frank about it, presided over uh, a massive inflationary crisis in Venezuela, huge stresses in the economy, a government which, in some respects, you might have expected would be ripe for overthrow is managed to survive. The neocons have failed. They do what they always do. When one of their projects fail, they pretend it hasn't happened and they move on. What went wrong with this uh, Guaido thing? <laughs> what was the, uh, what right. was the thing that, that derailed it? Well, there's two things that happened. Firstly, I mean, it was absolutely transparently obvious that the Guaido thing was being orchestrated from the United States. 
And I think that consolidated Venezuelan society, uh, a large part of Venezuelan society behind the Maduro government. I think people said to themselves, well, look, we may have our criticisms of Maduro, but at least he's Venezuelan. And whereas Guaido is simply uh, a, a neo-colonial globalist neocon project run from Washington. So I think that consolidated support for uh, uh Guaido, I'm sorry, sorry for, for Maduro, and it support it consolidated the support of the military behind Maduro. So that was one thing. But the other thing was, and this is a, a, a common pattern with the neocons now, the whole operation was so incompetently managed. I mean, they picked Guaido, who was an insignificant and most unlikely figure. Um, they didn't build up a core of support uh, uh, within Venezuela. Once upon a time in the 1950s and 60s and 70s, the intelligence agencies, the, you know, the, the, the deep state in the U.S., knew how to carry out these operations. And they did so very effectively in countries like Venezuela. Today, one gets the sense that they're so absorbed with the political conflict in the United States, that going abroad, they've lost their touch, and they just didn't manage this well at all, and it ended in abject and complete failure. Now, I'm going to say something. This whole affair puts Britain and the British government in a very difficult position, because, of course, the British authorities confiscated Venezuela's gold reserves held in London. And there was a court case and the High Court in Britain uh, decided this in favour of the British government. They said that the gold should not be returned to Venezuela when the Maduro authorities asked for it because Maduro isn't the real president of Venezuela anymore. Guaido is. The British government has recognised Guaido. Now that Guaido has gone, what did the British do? Do they give the gold back to Venezuela? Do they find some other legal device to hold on to it? As I said, they've, they've it seems to me, put themselves in a very awkward and embarrassing position, which is perhaps why the British media is maintaining radio silence over this particular story. So uh, does Maduro know that, uh, is he aware of the fact that he's making deals now with the very country that wanted to, to overthrow him, that was engineering? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, and how's absolutely. he going to proceed with, with this? How do you think he's going to proceed with this? He's going to hedge. I mean, he knows perfectly well that, you know, the U.S. attempt to overthrow him failed. But that doesn't mean that the US likes him anymore. It's just that they have to deal with him because he is entrenched. He is there in Venezuela. He's got the military behind him. He's got the police behind him. He's got a critical mass of support amongst the Venezuelan population. He can't just be overthrown in the way that the United States was trying to do. But he knows perfectly well, and he's got people advising him who are going to tell him this, and the Cubans are going to tell him this, and the Cubans are important in Venezuela. You can't trust the Americans. I mean, at the moment, they need your oil. 
but that might change from one day to the next. So cut whatever deals you can because it's in your interest. You get foreign exchange. You ensure yourself to some extent against another attempt in the short term by the U.S. to overthrow you. But hedge. Make sure that you stick with your traditional allies, the Chinese and the Russians, who backed you through thick and thin. Because, of course, if things change in the United States, well, you might find yourself having to face off another regime change attempt in the future. And that's why I said the bulk of Venezuelan oil at the moment, despite what the Biden administration wants, is not going apparently to the United States. It's going to China instead. Yeah, it, it's not going to. Uh, you don't see Venezuela affecting the uh, the oil market anytime soon. What's going on between Chevron? No, no, and no, 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 no. I mean, even even uh, Chevron apparently admits that it will take not just months but years before the Venezuelan oil industry is working properly again and production is back at its pre-crisis levels. I mean, we're talking about an industry that has been heavily neglected. Most of the technicians left. The equipment is in bad shape. Lots of things have gone wrong. It will take a very, very long time for production to start cranking up again. We're looking at events years in the future. So, yes, Venezuela will be able to sell a little more oil than it could. Sanctions will affect its ability to sell oil less than was the case, say, a year or two ago. But it's not going to change dramatically the situation in the oil market. All right. Any other comments with regards to uh, to Guaido, the Guaido story? To Guaido. Well, Who's, I mean, Guaido I, I, kind of I, I, seems I like he was a precursor to, to Aletsky, huh? <laughs> Absolutely, exactly. I mean, the United States seems to have a genius now for picking the most unlikely and peculiar people. Uh, I, Guaido was a completely unconvincing president of Venezuela. I have to say, I, I, I think many Ukrainians feel the same way about Zelensky, not just, you know, people. Now, outside Ukraine, like us, I mean, I'm getting lots of people in Ukraine finding him a most unusual and bizarre and eccentric figure. And I think when he went to Washington and the um, political class, including many Republicans, you know, saw him, you know, in the flesh, if you like, uh, close up. I mean, they too realized what an eccentric and bizarre figure he was. So, I mean, again, once upon a time, the U.S. knew how to pick people and was able to pick people who were at least convincing up to a point. But they've lost that particular skill. And as I said, they seem to be left with these unconvincing, slightly ridiculous figures. Well, very ridiculous figures. And in Guaido's case, I mean, he's, I'm sure, going to vanish into obscurity now because, I mean, he, he's not going to be any political force in Venezuela in the future. Seems the Venezuelan opposition um, is now trying to reconcile with Maduro, which is quite a big change. And I have to say this also, Maduro himself, I mean, I said why this um, failed. 
Maduro himself, um, whom you know you can be very critical of in many many things, but he did show an extraordinary ability to, you know, keep the situation stable. He never panicked or lost his nerve. He held his support solid, and now things are moving his way. So it looks like he's going to be president of Venezuela for a long time. Yeah, Maduro uh, came through in the end. He came through in the end, yeah. Uh, much I like mean, Assad. Much like, like Assad, exa- exactly like Assad, yeah. And and Guaido, Guaido was in Congress, wasn't he? Much like yeah. Alensky. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Doesn't do you much Trump's good. State of the Union where, yeah, where Guaido stood up or, or something like that. Something of that kind, of exactly, yeah, exactly, yes. Yeah. But, you know, the, de- the Democrats... Yeah. He wasn't brought in dem- to speak like Alensky, no, no, but he was, no. he was showcased, yeah. No. yeah. Showcase. But the Democrats and the Democrats also supported Guaido. I mean, this is again a bipartisan thing and it's failed utterly, which is why, of course, they don't talk much about it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we will leave it there at thedrad.locals.com. We are also on Rockfin and go to the Drad shop 10% off. Use the code. Good day. Take care.